0: Happy Wednesday, everybody. Welcome back to reality water cooler. I am Sarah from Texas. And this is our place to chat all the latest reality TV gossip, Jeff Lewis, Jeff Lewis related stuff uh, it all. Oh my gosh, it is raining again. It's been raining here since I got home. Eh, I hate that. Anyways, um, so much going on. Thank you for everyone being so amazing and so supportive. Um, You know, I feel like everything that's going on, there's no, I can't make everyone happy. There's no right thing to do. I I couldn't have said something early enough. I couldn't have, you know, gone on with life as normal, a a mixture of both. I'm going to be emotional. I'm going to make mistakes. Um, It's been a lot. And it's not just been the most recent thing of the, um, of Jeff calling me out about uh, 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 approaching, I'm sorry, his friends. About a trade out for my live event, it's more been the January 12th comments made publicly about me that fuel the other rumors that are going around that about his daughter Monroe. That to me is way worse and way more damaging, and that is what has gotten the trolls a fire underneath their ass. And that's been a very emotional time for me. I, I it is a fine line of like, do I talk about it? Do I not? It just fuels the fire if I do talk about it and tends to make it worse. But you have to understand that I'm human. This is devastating to me. The online bullying, lies, allegations are insane. It's very damaging to me. None of it is true. But it is a fine line of how much I address it or at all publicly but behind the scenes it's devastating to me and i have tried to go on you know that was january 12th i've had those rumors had been around for a while um that i'd heard about um i tried to reach out to jeff and shane privately i didn't hear back so i tried to handle it directly with them no i'm not his friend i tried to just reach out and be like hey let me know if you need me to answer some facts because i can absolutely answer any questions that you may have i feel like that's what you know what should have happened and it didn't so uh, that was between us but please understand that even though i don't say those things publicly and i'm only bringing it up now it's been a lot to handle and i have tried to You know go on with my day plan the live event do all the things load the dishwasher you know uh, all the life things and um do a a, a weekday live with y'all and um it's it's been a lot so just understand i'm not perfect uh i don't have bad intentions for anything but i'm not a professional i mean you know I, i i this is a fun fan account that is a lot more negative sometimes. And I try not to fuel the negative and talk about it because it just makes it worse. So just like yesterday, moving forward, I am going to go on as normal. I mean, I love chatting reality TV. I love chatting Jeff Lewis with y'all. If I ever pivot and do something else, I'll let you know. But you know, until then, It is what it is. So let's move on. Let's chat about shout out news. And then of course we'll get into the show. Uh, I mean, before that, duh, uh, Salt Lake city and watch what happens. And then the Jeff Lewis live show and then the after show, at least until the parts I got to listen before the app switched over to the archives. And when it does that, you don't have the chance to go back. You know what I mean? You don't have the chance. So it's really irritating. Okay. I love this. My girl, Kathy Hilton, who, shockingly follows me on Instagram. And this came up yesterday. She came up with, uh, she must be a Jeff Lewis fan. And I'm assuming that's how she started following me. I don't know. But of course I followed her back. Uh, but Kyle brings it up and, and Jeff says something, Kyle says you should have her on the show, which I've said. And then Jeff said, I know, but she's a night owl. I don't think she's awake at nine in the morning, which I think is probably the problem. But I'm like, Kathy, Please. You know, go to bed at 9 p.m. or I don't know that's really early, but go to bed at whatever and wake up or stay up and pull an all-nighter and then do the Jeff Lewis live show at 9 a.m. one day. That would be amazing. So anyways, but the story came out yesterday that she and her husband, Rick, have a weekly date to Cheesecake Factory. Y'all, I'm so here for this. She said, "Um, where else can you get meatloaf? I mean, I think you probably have a cook that could make some meatloaf. You have a restaurant. You've got somewhere. But if they actually go and sit down at a Cheesecake Factory factory weekly, I'm just so here for it. I love that so much. Uh, Our family just went to Cheesecake Factory last week to celebrate a birthday. And uh, I almost got a cheesecake. But, oh, my God, the calories are like almost a day's worth. I mean, I think Dr. Now from 600 pound life would be like, you know, why are you eating this, Sarah? So I like kind of heard him on my shoulder and I'm like, "Ah." Um, okay, Salt Lake City, the news came out yesterday, but Andy Cohen absolutely verified it on today's Andy Cohen live. If you listen that Monica has been put, I don't even think he said on pause. He kind of joked about that term, but he said, we're, we're, we're giving her a minute. You know what I mean? So he definitely didn't say she wouldn't be back. He what was the term he used? He didn't say pause, but then he started talking about putting Durand on pause. And then he started using, he keeps using the accent as if he would hear um Barbara Streisand, because he and John Hill keep totally talking about listening to the Barbara Streisand um autobiography, you know, the book, the 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 written book. Anyways, uh, but he definitely said that he Talk, he and John Hill talked a lot about Salt Lake City all the whole first break. Took no calls though. I mean, the way I want to know if he asked any more questions on the Salt Lake City reunion at three last night, once uh well, Heather said first M- Monica told us that production knew about her involvement with reality von Tees. And Andy said, well, how much? Did you? And she said, yeah, at the casting interview, she used some word. I didn't even know what she said. And I almost needed, I should have put my captions on. I couldn't understand what she said. Some part of the casting part, it's not just a one interview thing. Some part of the casting with her, she says she told them about her account. And Andy Cohen says, you told casting that you have, he used the word burner account. He goes, they wouldn't have hired you. And she said, yeah, okay. Like, (laughs) dude, I'm here. I'm sitting on this couch at a reunion. I am literally next to you. Not only was I on a whole season, I made the whole season. So also on Watch What Happens Live, I just started watching it this morning. Heather Gay is on and then Joel Kim. Oh crap, I just forgot his last name. Joel Kim Boomer, Is that his last name? I don't even know who he is. Y'all, did y'all know who he was? Jeez Louise, I can't find his name written down. Anyways, um, he was really good. Uh, But he says, sorry, he she kind of made the, the season, you know, like her or not. And then even John Hill defended her this morning and said, well, she at least brought up the issue. She brought it and showed all the drama between her and her mom. And she probably helped a lot of people that have you know, drama with their parent or something and, or on the outs with them. So he kind of gave her credit for that. So I don't know. I feel like she could come back. I don't feel like she should, but later in the episode, the only other exciting thing, right? I feel like it could have been a 20 minute episode three for sure. I've seen in the Jeff Lewis obsessed Facebook group. Somebody even said, I don't even know the point of this. Like there was no reason they should have done an episode three. You know, I, I don't know ratings right ratings commercials they need to play that walmart ad that uh that andy cohen is in um that nobody understands anyways um at the end of it they bring up the heather gay and jen shaw black eye she still says on the watch what happens live she doesn't exactly know how it happens but she said it was a crazy night what does that mean what does crazy night mean like they were fighting they were playing around they were wrestling There's been rumors of scissoring. I mean, like, what? Not even rumors, allegations from the cast of scissoring. So was it a sexual thing? Like, were they fighting? I don't know how dang drunk you gotta be to not sober the F up after somebody punches you hard enough to give you a black eye. I mean, if they don't remember it at all, Does that mean Jen Shaw remembers it? Like I said, they had that video of their surveillance in the bedroom, which why were there videos in the bedroom? Like, I know it was just a couch, but still people can do things on a couch. Why is there a video, a surveillance video in this Airbnb or whatever at this girl's trip? You know, Uh, anyways, but I think it was just as bad that she blamed a producer And Andy Cohen even says, look, that was really bad. Like, you could have damaged his reputation. I think it was a him. You could have damaged his reputation. Like, you literally lied about this. So I think it's so fascinating. The first season or two, Heather Gay was this and that, and and everyone loved her. And then she had a season where everyone didn't love her. The highs and lows of the housewives are incredibly fascinating to watch, how people can come back. I mean, I think Ramona Singer will come back from these latest, I don't know if it's allegations, if it's facts, whatever that came out, how she instantly got booted from BravoCon. Then she showed up at the Ultimate Girls Trip uh, premiere party and nobody kicked her out. After these allegations came out, I think it was page six that she was texting back and forth with and maybe used a, a, what's the word, slanderous, derogatory rude comment, whatever you want to say. I don't even know what it's officially called. Um, crazy. What did you think? Um, the fact that Lisa uses glam every day of her life, and then they're saying it's because of her eyesight. Like what? And she says, I have told John, I am going to have glam until the day I die. I'm like, wow, you got bucks. But it's almost seemed like, they just do it and then go along about their day. I mean, does that take an hour? Is that hair and makeup? Just makeup. Her hair, her makeup always looks very natural. So, and then of course, uh, what's her face? Mary got into it, and she's like, "You know, that means you're what?" I'm like, "Oh, Mary, honey. As much as you hawk all this designer crap, don't talk to me about you know that's your insecurity. You know what I mean, like." Everything we do is based on uh, you know, either making ourselves feel better. But why does ourselves feel better? It's because we get positive reinforcement from other people. You know what I mean? It makes us feel better about ourselves. That's why people instead of buying a $20 hoodie on Amazon, they buy a $65 hoodie at Academy because it has the Nike swoosh logo on it. You know what I mean? I mean, it makes people think, oh, I've got money or I can afford this, I'm successful. I mean, let's not get into all of that. Okay. But she says, Reality Von Tease, this this uh, burner account, she was one of six people. Who cares how many other useless humans were behind this? She keeps bringing up the facts, which I kind of wanted a whole hour on this. I think episode two talked about, she was showing some of the DMs that people were sending her, some of the other cast members when they would dog on, because they didn't know. So this comes into play when you think you're chatting with somebody and you don't exactly know who it is, or you trust somebody and you don't know to trust them for sure. Um, This is rampant on social media for sure. Reality Bonte, she says, was created to expose Jen and how she treated her employees. So as we know, she was an employee of hers, but she, um, I think Tanisha was part of it. Has she named any other of these six people? If there was six people, does that mean six different people can have your login and like be on all these different? Were they all in the same city? Did they get together? She definitely takes responsibility for actually posting, reposting negative things, private videos. The fact that she has no problem with the fact that she drove by and made videos of her driving by Jenschaw's house and then when asked you know called a stalker about it she said oh i did it because i i the police the fbi highly suggested it because i needed to see her drinking and driving i mean then you need to be driving around the bars you know find her favorite hotel bar and see her getting in her car driving drunk going by her house like andy said you're going to be drinking inside if you are and i'm pretty sure the Salt Lake City Police doesn't need your damn crazy ass doing that for you. What are you gonna do? One of them said, "What are you gonna do? Make a citizen's arrest?" I mean, that was literally so funny. Um. Anyways, the burn book was disgusting. I had just seen Mean Girls with a friend last last. I don't know when it was Wednesday. I don't know when it was when the movie came out. Uh, it's a disgusting part of the movie. It's not a positive part. So even the guy on Watch What Happens Live, uh, is his name Kim? Oh shit, what's his name? Kyle? Ugh, whatever his name is. I didn't know who he was. He was really good, but I don't know who, and that shirt he wore was amazing. What's his name? Somebody tell me in con- comments what's his name. Anyways, um he brings up that fact too that you know, it was just gross and if she would have just brought out the content from the burn book and not actually had a burn book. Like she has four daughters. Did they like help her? Was this like an art project one night? It looked pretty darn professional. I got to hand it to her. I don't know. Maybe she had it professionally done. Um, but watching her secure, no, just being so calm about like, yeah, I was there and it was in my name. So, yeah, I could log into Jen Shaw's home security cameras and get footage, get insider information. When you were in your house. Like we have exterior cameras. We don't have any inside because I don't see a need for them at this point. But we have exterior cameras everywhere for a lot of reasons. I would never want to even log in to listen to my own children if I needed, unless I felt like I had a reason to. But I would definitely not log in and feel okay, not only listening, but Recording or publicly putting out that information or using that information for someone. When you're at someone's house, you assume it's a private conversation between you and them. When someone records you, that is an insane violation. Trust me, I had been in a situation where um, somebody, most of you would know the name, uh, told me, uh, I'm recording you. I'm recording this. And I'm like, what? I'm like, why would you record my phone call? And why are you threatening me with that? Like, you have way worse crap. Like, I'm not saying or doing anything. Like, why are you so delusional that you threaten me that you're recording our phone call? No, this is no time recently. But anyways, Um, but when you do that, she has to then wonder. And even Andy Cohen says, "I'm, my mind is boggled that you don't understand why anyone is upset with you. Like you finagled your, I love that word, you finagled your way into the show, knowing that for two years you were part of this burner account, this troll Instagram account, Reality Vontees, that ruined these ladies' lives. And you know, when Heather Gay was saying, Andy, you know, you've got to know, and we have told you that the social media part of being a housewife is the absolute hardest and worst part of it. That really resonated with me for a lot of reasons. I'm sure you can figure out why. Because I love doing a fun fan account. I put myself out there for the scrutiny. Scrutinize me. Don't lie about me. Don't exaggerate things about me. And then just going about life and normal. That is very harmful and very vile. So when they talked about all these different ways that each of them have been violated by this reality von t's account and monica's just like what i thought y'all were fans of the account i'm like oh my god i do understand if somebody's mad at someone they were probably dming her or liking the po the story whatever if they were mad at the person they were talking about right so that's probably why she thought oh we had fans you know that the the, all the all of y'all were fans of the show it was crazy. Um, they talked over each other so much. It was almost unbearable at times. Um, Andy at one point was like, stop, 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 stop. I mean, that was literally uh, crazy. Tell me in comments, though, what do you think? Did did Heather Gay do better for herself with saying all of this about Heather? She was scared of Jen. She, only, she felt like she needed to protect her. The only reason she felt fine, finally telling the truth is that she, that Jen Shaw was in prison right now. I don't know. She looked fantastic on Watch What Happens Live. I think she's using Jeff Lewis's spray tanner lady. She looked amazing. It looked like she had new teeth. I don't know any of that, but the lying, like over and over, she's like, I was a different person, whatever. But, you know, people make mistakes and they can definitely have a response for various reasons. So she says, I was just a different person then. Now I'm a completely different person. Uh, But the lying, I just don't know. And even uh, Andy Cohen asked her at one point, is your lying any worse or better than Monica's lying? You know what I mean? Things to ponder, things to ponder. Um, What else? I still need to watch Hollywood House Lift episode nine we're getting towards the end oh my god so it is supposed to come out on wednesdays on amazon freebie obviously it always comes out on tuesdays tuesdays are very busy just obviously i go to um body pump at night so that is uh but i do want to watch that i need to finish listening to the after show because all i got to was um when they started talking about latchkey kids and then all of a sudden i heard some i was in my AirPod. And I heard Jeff's voice and I'm like, what? And and all of a sudden it was, wait, was that even the beginning? Maybe I messed up. Maybe that was the end of the show. I don't even know. Wherever it was, I only heard them talk about the latchkey kids. and, And then all of a sudden it was on an archive show. So I don't know. I'm missing all your comments, but we will get to comments and questions at the very end. Um, love them, keep them coming. Also, don't forget the comments. I'm only on YouTube live as of January 15th. It was too hard to be on six different platforms at once, uh, three different cameras, all the comments at the same time. So it is only on on a YouTube live uh, at 3 p.m. Eastern, Monday through Friday. It is free, it goes up as a replay. And then instantly it goes, about 10 minutes later, it goes up as a podcast. Jeff Lewis obsessed on all the podcast places. Um, Let's chat today's Jeff Lewis live. Oh my God, this week is so good. Like, I don't know. I feel like people are opening up to Jeff. It's a fine line of like when Jeff has on someone new, you know, us as listeners, we're kind of like, who is this person, you know, invading or whatever. And then there's always lots of opinions on if they like the new person, if they don't, if they talk too much, if they didn't talk too much there's negativity about MJ, you know, I don't want to listen to MJ, whatever. Stassi Schroeder, Jeff had already talked, he recently met her at a party and all this teasing that Doug has done, that he like, you know, pinned her in a corner, basically. I think they mutually have this little love affair with each other. Like I sort of am here for it. Jeff was trying to give her really good advice about coming on the valley. And she was like, No, I don't need that. I don't want that. It's just like Vanderpump rules 2.0. Like I don't need that. He's trying to tell her from a business thing, look, this podcast you do, I think her podcast is huge. I mean, I'm not sure, but I think it's really big. And I think her husband Bo makes good money. Like, I don't, I don't know. I think, I think, I think they're paying their bills. I think their diapers are paid. I'm sure they're good. But Jeff was just trying to give her professional advice. Like you need to stay on this show because that keeps you in the public eye to be invited on other shows that can make you quick money like the traders or you know whatever and she's just not having it. Um she even said the Valley which is the new name of the the grown-ups with adult with kids and stuff. The Valley is not my vibe, she says. Um then Jeff talks about not being indemnified. I mean, freaking big ass word. I literally had to look it up. I was like indemnified. It almost sounded like when you die, like mortuary, what's it called? When you, they mummify you. I don't know. I thought indemnify, I was like, what does that even mean? It basically means when you, I'm using this wrong, but when you sign a contract with someone to say, hey, if I record, if I say something that is not in a good light, you protect me financially or pay me back financially for all the damage it might do to my career. And he says he's always had that in a contract. And so I think what he was alluding to on Watch What Happens Live recently, when Andy gave him the stink eye and basically, you know, blasted him for like, I think you could have kept that to yourself, Jeff. I think it all went to shit whenever they couldn't uh, come to terms that they would indemnify him, which mainly film with Shannon and the OC girls at lunch. And they would protect him in case he said, in case, I mean, (laughs) Why? Just like Jeff Lewis at BravoCon, the Jeff Lewis Ask Andy panel. He did exactly. I, I assume he was hired. I'm su- I'm assuming it was a payment situation. I don't know the details on that clearly, so I won't speculate. Because assuming makes an ass out of you and me. So people should stop assuming, um, and just listen to the facts on Mondays. Ask me anything on YouTube and Instagram. Subscriber. Anywho, um. But I assume Andy has supported Jeff and took up for him, even when other people were blasting him, because he knew exactly what he was getting with Jeff. All of the negative things, all, with Jeff being brutally honest about the housewives and Monica, I mean, he really cut some ties with some of the housewives and had to send an orchid, had to apologize to Crystal. I don't think he apologized to Monica. But you know, Monica clearly ended up blocking me. I have to assume why, because i never followed her. I went to make a story about her and I couldn't tag her. And I'm like, oh my God, she's blocked me. All these people that blocked me that I don't even follow. But I'm assuming she blocked him after BravoCon. And she, ba- you know, she heard that Jeff Lewis said, basically, you're not, you know, rich enough. We don't aspire to you, not aspirational. You just shouldn't be on the show. This is before, this is early November at BravoCon. This is before all reality von Tees came out, clearly. And then at that point, just like they've mumbled about on the show, what if one of the chumps, what if the inner circle chumps, what if they were involved in a which there are no other. I'm the only pretty much fan account that Jeff Lewis has, right? That that covers him mostly. Right. So but what if there was a cruel Jeff Lewis fan account? And it was somebody in the inner circle of the chumps. That's disgusting. And they were using information, right? That that would be against him or like seeing somebody drunk or knowing that somebody was having an affair that wasn't public knowledge and using that. It's very similar to what Monica did in using videos and recording people without their knowledge. And then she gets on the freaking show. So now knowing that she has admitted to being part of this burner account, More than ever, I'm sure Jeff feels like, hell no, she shouldn't be on there. And when Andy asked if any of the girls trusted her or wanted to heal this, they were like, no, we don't trust her to be around us. And friendship is based on trust and results. And the results are she used them to get on the show and she is not their friend. She sold herself out. She sold them out. So it was just crazy. So uh, with that, Jeff, I guess, is not going to do this OC thing. I guess nothing would surprise me if he ends up doing it and they sign this deal where he is protected. Um, who knows? Then he goes into his dating stuff because not a day can go by. I love, was it MJ or Stassi? MJ didn't say a ton. Of course, she was promoting all of her real estate stuff and saying that she knows the VAT, not the Valley. Um, What's the place, wherever the city is that um, Megan says she lives. She always talks about these suburbs that like, this is the up and coming. Y'all got to buy a house here. This is where it's at because Stassi was talking about how they've outgrown their house and they need something more kid friendly, that type of thing. So anyways, but other than that, she didn't really say a ton, right? But Jeff, uh, one of them asked, hey, all these people that you're dating and talking about on the radio, does this ruin it for you? And Jeff was like, no. The opposite I'm pretty much every day is like an advertisement for people that I'm that I'm single of three months and I'm looking you know to date so every day he's got a pain management doctor date tomorrow. then they said he lives in the marina, which I guess is far I don't know what is the marina OC is that Newport Beach because I think depending on traffic, it can be like an hour and a half each way. I mean I think he can have fun. Uh, a little action in the sheets, maybe, but you know, long term, I'm pretty sure Jeff is gonna end up with someone that lives within 10 to fifteen minutes of him, right? Or they'll just move in quickly, like stassi said happens with her. Um, anyways, I'm missing so many oh the no, marina is South Bay. okay, Kebu. what is? Oh, oh, wait, it's near LAX, so that's not as far. Why does the marina sound like water to me, right? Um, Sam, 1128. Oh, I'm just going to bring this up real quick. Sarah really didn't cover anything. I've covered a lot. I don't know what you're talking about, but I cover reality TV and Jeff Lewis on reality water cooler. That's what I do every day since June, 2022 for free. Sarah really didn't cover anything. She said she wasn't unless you go and pay $4.99. Sarah said that herself. Um, that is where I went through all the facts on the vicious, horrific rumors that are untrue about Monroe and me stalking and doing allegations, doing things. That is where I went through who contacted who in regards to this chiropractor judge guy in Chicago. I went through the facts on the event and how I reached out and why, and the apology for that. Um, there was a fourth thing, some other rumor. Don't remember what it was anyways. I don't know if I have notes on it somewhere. I do not anyways, but yeah. So my ask me anything is part of my Instagram subscriber. That is the only thing I charge for four 99 a month on Instagram. And there is one, the same content is on YouTube because Instagram is telling some people that um, they are on a wait list, which there's no wait list. I don't know why it's doing that, but uh, so I usually go Instagram live or Instagram, Ask me anything live on Sunday nights, and I was on a plane. So I Monday morning I said, "Hey, I'm going to go ask me anything tonight at seven Eastern, just like normal, to make up for the night before." And um, that's where the questions came. So if you look at the very beginning of it, I literally ask you, "What questions do you have?" And uh, it doesn't take a brain surgeon to know that anyone that has these allegations out there, these untrue lies want to finally clear up their name. So uh, I did it there and that's what they asked me anything for. This reality water cooler is about reality TV gossip and Jeff Lewis. Uh, I have moved on, so it makes some people happy. It makes some people upset and you know, it's my decision at the end of the day, I have to protect myself and my mental health because I'm not even okay. The negativity. I'm I'm just done. I'm done. You understand? It's not good for anybody to live in that. So the fact that some people want me every day to like live in the negative. Why would anyone want to do that? I cleared up the facts, and that is where the information is, and I'm done giving it any more light. So um I will move on. Um uh, what else? Okay. So yesterday, so on Jeff Lewis at night, the Jeff Lewis Live Uncut comes up. I think it comes up earlier on the audio, but I don't waste time listening to that. I mean, I'm listening to the show, I'm going live, you know, all the things. And uh, I watch the video at night. So I just watch the pre show on Jeff Lewis Live video, and then I watch the commercial breaks. Then I watch the after show. So when I say after show right now, I don't mean the Jeff Lewis Live after show that's audio right after Jeff Lewis on 789 the Kyle Richards after show that was on last night, she talks about wanting to do a podcast, but she talks about wanting to do it at home. She doesn't want to have guests. I don't even know why she would I mean, I don't think she needs any more money. We know she recently said she shut down her, uh, clothing business or whatever it was because the rent, it was just, it's hard to have a business and she shut that down. Um, but what was interesting to me about that is cause Stassi has been doing her podcast. For nine years, y'all. That's a long time. That's a really long time. Not that anyone invented the podcast, although we've heard of some people that act like nobody can do similar what they do. Um, but nine years is a long time. So I'm pretty sure she was one of the originals. I think she said she was either friends or Jackie Schimmel had her on her podcast, and then maybe she did one. I might have misheard that. Um Anyways, I just thought it was interesting that Kyle Richards, because somebody, there's an account I follow, I don't know who it is, I can't remember, but anyways, they're always saying like, maybe it's Ryan Bailey, I can't remember, love Ryan Bailey and Justin Martindale, uh, sort of wish they were on together, I mean, I love Monica, but I love Ryan and Justin on together, and all of you do, but uh, uh, he, I think it's him that has said, basically joked about like, every housewife has a podcast, I just thought it was interesting that Kyle Richards might have one. Gage update. I mean, we've heard about this before, but you know, Jeff goes into more details the dates, not the exact location, but you know, all the details about how he's been trying to reach out and um, plan spring break with his ex Gage, and it's not going anywhere. And now it's with the attorneys. One thing that was good though was the conversation on sunday whenever they exchange at noon that monroe was saying that she felt sick and jeff was like don't throw up in my car i mean no offense nobody wants anyone to throw up in their car but you can't ask a seven-year-old to hold it sometimes they don't understand the feelings like we adults do when you're about to throw up but anyways she held it she threw throws up as soon as she gets out of the car Jeff gives credit to him engaged that they just instantly both went into daddy mode, which I loved. I would love to hear more of that. I would love for them to get to a place where they put Monroe first and they realize they can go back to the days where they can take her to a birthday dinner together. They can go and did they used to sit together at like these uh, you know, child school performances together? Oh, I know they went to a they took her to a back to school dinner one time. And they took her to a birthday dinner, maybe Tower Bar, I can't remember. And, you know, I would love for them to get back to that place. But at the very least, let's get to where they can talk to each other and work out the details of things like Spring Break on this Family Wizard app instead of ignoring it, like Jeff says. Uh, And then it goes to the attorneys and costs everyone more money. I mean, that's just crazy. And even, you know, Stassi, who doesn't live in a world of being separated or divorced and co-parenting, she was like, I can't imagine not being able to do what or when with my kids, like and having someone fight me over that. So, but that's how it is for a lot of people that co-parent. It's not always easy. So I do think when Jeff talks about it, it's very relatable to people because they clearly talk about it a lot for sure. Um, Oh, wild poppies. They should break the ice and go on a day trip with Monroe. If they wait until they're ready, it will never happen. That's not a terrible idea. You know what that sounds like to me? On Andy Cohen Live this morning, he was talking about um, being in an Uber and somehow, oh, he was listening to, he didn't have his AirPod, so he was listening quietly, he said, to the audio recording of um, What's Her Face's book, uh, Barbara Streisand. Something about the book, It made the uber driver say oh that's me and my wife we don't communicate and so Andy was like oh well i guess i'm gonna talk to the uber driver and so he tells them you know we're not communicating he says when did you last have sex he said three years ago we've got two teenage kids so we don't want a divorce my wife doesn't want a divorce um but almost i think john hill was giving advice which was actually good i thought he was like just do it just ask her how can we start communicating better just have sex i mean i think sometimes you just have to put it aside and do it and i've heard so many talk shows where people just say you know what you get into a, a, a rhythm and you haven't done it in a while just do it like don't even think about it just do it and so anyways maybe they should just do it right and you know go on a day trip together and just see how it goes and Oh my God. Can you imagine the anxiety that would be pushed aside if if they all got along anymore? And um, I can't even imagine. Can't even imagine. Yeah. Robin says Monroe would thrive if they could move past this and do things together. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, I can't read all the comments. K boo Tara. Are you talking to someone? Yeah, he talked about it on his show like a year ago, and couldn't sit for a while as it healed. I don't know what that means sit for a while as it healed his butt, the butt implants. Not implants, weren't they like not collagen? It was some word, Sculptra. Sculptra. He hasn't talked about he hasn't talked about butt implants in a while. Um, he hasn't had UTIs that we've heard of. Um, he stopped doing threads. And somebody told me last weekend in LA that threads are actually really long-term dangerous to you. I don't really know. Yes, Tiff Chump, which I love that name. Tiffany says, Gage is the attorney, Marlo, Marla, what's her name? His attorney uh, or his dating coach, you know, whatever. Gage is one of the top two worst clients she's ever seen in like 17 years of being this crazy 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 um i loved how saucy got a question at the very end from a caller i think it was the only caller they did i can't remember about how to deal with having two kids and she was like i don't know how to answer that i'm just barely surviving mom life so i thought that was very relatable trust me i have five children you just do the best you can you might have regrets you might make mistakes apologize and move on if you do everything with a good intention that's all we can do right in life and definitely as a parent but she was like when am I gonna get like my husband back my marriage and they were like MJ said kindergarten I think Jeff said never I mean I don't know I think that's why they say marriage takes work right you have to make the relationship um, aside from being just mom and dad a priority. Because at the end of the day, that can consume your day and everything, especially with five children. But at the end of the day, you have to be husband and wife also. And there has to be other conversations and other activities and you know, things to do. So anyways, um, on the after show was Monica Casey and Ryan Bailey. So good together. Uh, Monica's promoting some drink, like a CBD, THC, some kind of drink that she has a code for. So go check that out. They definitely keep talking about her karaoke that she's going to host. I think she sounds like an amazing party hostess like she last year and it's always around Valentine's, which I think is kind of fun. Um, I remember this video came out who posted it. I think Doug was no 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 Doug was Oh, I'm getting it so mixed up. It's on my feed, but I can't know where it's at somebody at the party was recording i think doug doing karaoke i think but in the background was jeff and Stu, r.i.p with Stu's hand around his neck and they i think they kissed but i'm getting it confused whatever it was it was very rare uh pda by jeff and anyone and uh, so somebody shared that with me and then I reposted it, but um, it was very sweet. Another thing that somebody, somebody else, like another account, somebody tagged me in this or sent it to me. Somebody else was at like some concert, I feel like it was a concert, not a huge one, but whatever it was, it was really dark in there. And somebody tell me in comments what this was. Come, I'm, I'm forgetting. It was definitely music. It wasn't like the Countess Louanne show or anything like that, but Stu and Jeff like had a moment and they were like being lovey dovey with each other. And it was really cute. Cause we just don't see that much, right? I mean, Jeff shares a lot with us, but he is definitely not like your mushy guy, right? Definitely not gonna, ugh, you know, do all that stuff. But anyway, it was so good. Um it was a concert, yeah, but who who was it, Kim? It was a concert. I definitely felt I feel like it was one of the chumps they were supporting, but I don't think it was Carney Wilson. I feel like it was, I don't know. I can't remember what it was, but it was so good. No, K Boo. Um Susan, did you watch the new episode of Hollywood House left this week? it's on my agenda for today. Um, I ran out of time yesterday, especially whenever I do body pump at night. I had to pick up groceries, you know all the normal stuff today. After, um, I finish here seconds later, I'm hopping in the car and going to look at prom dresses for the first time. So cross your fingers, tell me in comments, how much, how much, if you remember paying for your prom dress, how much did you pay? If you've had a kid, tell me what year you bought it and how much you paid. I know it can vary greatly. People can have $40 prom dresses. People can have $2,000 prom dresses, so it can vary greatly, but I'm just curious um because i obviously have four daughters i have a lot of prom dresses to buy a lot of a lot of dresses to buy i mean for a lot of things um but pray that we find the perfect dress on the first trip that would be amazing i know the color she wants she sent me inspirational ideas of what she wants and uh you know it's just so fun there's so many fun parts to raising a teenager you know what i mean and prom weekend is one of them but it's a lot It's a lot. Um, Oh, I love that. Michelle didn't, didn't Brandy Glanville come up at some point today. No, no, no. Brandy Glanville came up on watch what happens live by that guy. Stassi to me is like Brandy Glanville is to you. I love Stassi. I, I love Stassi too. Don't forget. She bought the rights, whatever you want to call it to OOTD outfit of the day. Remember she made it like a literally a national holiday like i love that oh i don't do rent the runway i i don't do it for me or the kids and one of my daughters is in a sorority so lots of dresses it's just not for us but yeah i've i've definitely heard of it for sure for sure um okay on watch what happens live real quick since the app messed up my whatever and only got to hear about karaoke the latch kid, kid Lash Key kids heather gay is so tan looks so good Tell me in comments if you think she got new teeth. I can't tell. I'm not opposed to it. I think she looks great. But the fact that she defends Tanisha and like, why are you still using her as a hairdresser? She's like, look, I'm a very small client or whatever you want to call it. Like, I'm not Tanisha's biggest moneymaker. She's not my full-time hairdresser. Um, but they, Heather Gay pretty much said we support her for coming out whenever it took a lot of balls to do that against against Monica. So Anyways, tell me your thoughts. As always, thank you so much for joining live. It is way more fun. If you're part of the replay crew, shout out. Please put a comment in the the YouTube comments. Uh, Make sure you're subscribing to Jeff Lewis Obsessed everywhere. Hit the button that says notify me, the bell. There's a bell on Instagram that will notify you if I go live or if I do a story or a post. um, On TikTok, I'm on all social media under Jeff Lewis Obsessed. Uh and if you love reality TV and Jeff Lewis Live related, related content and anything that Sarah from Texas cares to talk about, then make sure you're following me. Bye, Chumpats.